0: Okay, so I feel like it's a little unfair to be making a podcast at this time of day because it's one of those things where, you know, I have a bit of a pet peeve about anything being shared um, publicly, whether it's, like, social media or just, like, anything like that. Like, when it's just always just focused on things that are just so, like... I I don't know, creating this perception that that all the time, every time, um, people are supposed to be some kind of perfect at their top game all the time kind of perspective, right? So right now, it just so happens that I'm in my top game mode, right? Like, because I've done some preparation to get here, right? Like, it's been a few days, a few years, a few, like, just dozens right of of moments of just being able to get to this point right and and how did this happen right like why am I just like so like green as green could be basically right when I say green I mean like most creative like the the place in my heart and in my mind space where I'm the most creative most um able to access inspiration and revelation and and just being able to work be able to use my inner world to p- be able to create my outer world kind of kind of experience right so why why is this possible right? and so I just like wanted to share this like experience that I had this weekend, for example, that was just like so sweet right so we go about our week and I had this little experience where I was reminded of how important it is to just like not not try to allow. For other things to mean something about me, you know, and and to blame so much on myself, on whatever given situation. So I was shared an experience that someone else had that that prompted me to just like question, right? So something that they shared prompted me to just start, you know, podcasting, and just as I podcasted, I realized that my voice was kind of croaky was just kind of like in this mode where, you know, it wasn't at its top game, right? And even to the point where I wanted to sing, and I did sing in my podcast because I was just in that mode of like, now's the time to sing, right? Like, And so it's like I chose with wondering, awe and I started to sing it, right? And as I was going through it, it just became pretty clear, oh man, like my voice is so not in singing mode right now. Like sometimes it is, like if it's at the beginning of the day between like 6 and 8 a.m., It's, like, straight up clear. It's just had some water. It's just had some rest. It's just so, like, ready and able to do anything, right? But here I was at the nighttime, like, basically coming into the sunset and just, like, and trying to do the same thing. And I was just like, holy smokes, like, it is hard to sing this song. Like, and it wasn't hard before, right? But it's hard right now, right? And it just came clear to me. It's like, you know what? Sometimes I need a little help. Especially at different times of the day, to, to try and do the same things that that typically at another time of day would be totally fine, right? I realized that if I had just drank like this peanut butter chunky monkey kind of like smoothie. I was kind of just tired from the day already, and and I needed to do something to if I wanted to keep going with like singing. I needed to do something different. So then I went and found some mint, right? Some mint leaves, and so I boiled those up and and drank it. And holy smokes, what a difference did that make on my voice and my ability to just like perform and do exactly the way that I would want to be doing at that moment in time. And it was just a really great lesson moment for me to be like, I wonder how this is, right? You know, I could have gone into the mode of feeling super embarrassed and been like, oh, man, you know what, this is not something that I should pursue, you know, and really like take it to heart and be like, you know, this is probably a message to myself saying that I should just never try to sing ever again, right? Like, because clearly I've lost the touch, right? It is forever gone because I cannot do it right now, and so that means it will forever be this way, right? And sometimes when I'm in kind of a yellowish red zone, that is my perspective, right? But because I was in a somewhat greenish space, I was like, no big deal. I'll just go and make some, like, mint drink stuff, right? And just, like, have a great time just, like, playing around with doing this podcast, doing, like, sharing my thoughts, trying to sing, and just let it be what it is so i went and did that and then there it was like i was able to use that tool to help my my muscles relax in my vocal box and and my whole perspective and my emotional state was also super relaxed too like i wasn't worried about it or anything like that i was just kind of moving through the motions and it was a really great moment for me to really realize and gain a stronger testimony for myself of the importance of basically being ready to to allow for my divine worth to be set and and to not let it be shifted and changed according to the situation. And be like, oh, I have a lot of worth when I'm in this situation, but when I'm in this situation, I have no worth and I'm useless and I'm a waste or that kind of thing, right? And it was a good building moment for me to be like, no, oh, I have a standard that I am a daughter of a king, right, like, and so that's already set, right? And so because I already know that, I need to realize that because of those things, it's on me to to overcome the world with Christ, right? To, to be this person, that doesn't just settle for being in this red zone of thinking or this yellow zone of thinking that is all about being confused and frustrated and like and embarrassed and and all of those kinds of thoughts but instead overcoming the world with Christ and being like oh but what if what if we could just play with this what if we could just you know what if we could just trust a little more and what if we could just Shift our thinking just a little bit this way, right? In this direction of like a little bit more hope, a little bit more faith, a little bit more courage, a little bit more like openness and abundance feeling and and a little bit more eternal thinking and and just a little bit more a little bit more heavenly, right? A little bit more holy, right? And so as I went in that direction, I was so grateful to be able to just like relax and, and settle into that space, right? So it's the same with this morning, right? It's like I feel so thankful that I have like particularly like gained the personal knowledge of how important it is for me to do certain things to allow me to get to as green, as green as I could be, Right? and to actually desire for that and actually live my life in a way that is in that direction as often as possible and not just be okay with living my life in the yellow and the, and the red and thinking that that's going to be a, all I can get to at any given moment. And yes, I feel like it's hard to think about the green when I'm absolutely, of course, in a state where it's like, well, this is really hard to do. When you're in yellow, it's really hard to, to think that way. Of course, I can think that way when I'm in a green anyways, right? But like, what about when I'm in a yellow or red or, you know, that kind of thing? And so it was just really nice for me to just take a moment and just think, like, what if, what if we can try though, right? What if we can just take one little effort in that direction, right? And that's kind of where I'm going with this, is like we might not be able to get into this state of like green as green can be like all the time, right? Like it's kind of this momentum thing, right? It's like precept on precept, right? Line upon line, right? It's it's here a little, there a little, right? And we don't always get to choose when we get to this state of like, oh, like feeling awesome, right? Like and predictably awesome, right? But it's worth the effort to keep trying to develop that skill, though, so that you can have precision one day, right? Because I remember when I first started driving, of course, it's all awkward. It's all very much like kind of happenstance, like it just so happens that it worked out. Like you're basically just leaning on miracles all the time, right? And, and how myself is good like that. He's there to catch us so often when we're just learning for ourselves. And, and I believe that, that he loves when we can develop our talents because, one, it's a joy, right? It's a joy for him and for us. And at the same time, it's kind of nice because then he can work his miracles in other areas because we don't need miracles anymore. We have skills now to be able to, to depend on, like, one plus one equals two, right? We actually know how to make the one plus one equal two, right? Instead of just like haphazardly, just so happening, getting one, and then just so happening, getting two, and then just so happening, getting like, you know, that kind of thing. So that's kind of where I'm at right now of just like coming to myself of feeling this deep, deep gratitude that it just so happens. Yes, it just so happens that I'm in green, but it also was a one plus one equals two equals green, right? Right. So what were some of those things that I feel like really allowed for me to soak into this grain? So let's just say, one, I think it was so awesome that I was able to attend a baptism this weekend, right? Not only attend, but I got to give a talk. And not only was that, but it was a family member, right? Like in my relatives, right? So that was like amazing, right? That was just beyond like you just never want to miss a baptism, right? When someone wants you to go, just go, right? Because there's such a special spirit of love there and devotion and dedication, and it's just a special experience, right? So I was so happy to get to go to that. I was so happy to, oh, just to enjoy, right? So so by the time we get back, it was like such a delight because my husband was such a good driver so we could come home safely. And it was snowy, right? So after we like packed everything in, for some reason I had enough juice because my husband was like so good at just taking care of the roads for our trip. I had enough juice to like be present with the kids. He took a nap, and I was like totally delighted to get all the snow clothes on all the kids and just totally enjoy that evening with them. Just building with the snow and just like enjoying it for the first time since like the last season that it was that winter. So that was like beyond beautiful, right? Getting to just see them, like I don't know why. Babies are so cute in snow clothes. Like you just don't get any cuter than that, right? So that was so fun. That has been so much fun. It's been like what, let's say Saturday, Sunday, and now Monday, right? It's been two full days not even full days, a day and a half of snow cloth culture time, right? And I totally forgot how much I love this season. I used to think that my favorite season was spring or summer, right? But really, I think my favorite season is really just the season that I'm in, right? Because I really just enjoy it. This is the only time I can enjoy it, right? So I might as well just enjoy it, right? So I love winter, right? I actually do because... I forgot that in our family culture, in our family glue that we've kind of built over time, we love snow clothes, playing with snow, carving with it, building with it, like, playing with it, throwing with it. We love doing anything you could possibly think of with snow, with ice, coloring it, like, you know, just, like, building homes and, like, apartments and, like, villages. You know, you name it, right? Um building like different transportation systems like just just everything to do with it is just so much fun like you just cannot resist getting to go out there and just do something with it right because it's just so right there available and I just love whenever we're in spaces where there's an abundance of toys quote unquote right whether it's an abundance of snow or abundance of water or abundance of rocks or abundance of sand I just love it so it's like I love winter because instead of having to drive to a place with lots of water, lots of rocks, lots of sand, you step out your house and the beach came to you, right? And, and, and it's a plus for me because I'm kind of one of those people that don't really love a lot of sensory, so I get to put on my gloves, my my snow pants and everything, and I feel free to explore because I don't have to go and touch everything, right? Like, I can mold and shape it with my hands in my mittens, right? So I feel very clean as I'm going about doing all this messy kind of play. And so I really enjoy it. Like, I really do. And so that's really fun for me. I love winter. Um, and and we not only got to play in the snow, we got to... Um, We got to make some advancements like i don't think we've ever actually built a snow structure that actually stayed alive and available for other people to go inside and and for it to just be a thing right and for it to last more than a day right so it's already a day and a half now you know basically all we did was make three massive snowballs that could have been for a giant snowman but for some reason we molded them together and then we like one person dug through one of the snowballs and and created rooms out of the other like snowballs. And and I think the next step we're just gonna keep adding more snowballs so we can like make like even more rooms or something. We'll see how it goes. Where whatever direction. But I'm already kind of moving on to wanting to build a few more other houses, right? Like so then there's like trails to go to one house, another, and then back into the backyard because there's this part in our backyard with like two fences. And if we had one up against the fence, I just feel like there'd be extra protection from, like, wind and stuff like that. So it could just be that much more cozy. But we'll see how it goes. So anyways, that's been a delight. And then not only that, but we've also had, like, all of our yummy hot drink kind of stuff going on, right? We pour the water. We soak it in some yummy plants and, like, seeds and flowers and things like that. And then we drink it with some honey, and and it's just like this delightful thing, right? And something about this weather, it just it creates this natural humility, right? This natural awe, right? This natural humility and awe and gratitude for whatever you have, right? because it it kind of just is so natural to be like, it is freezing cold outside. It is an absolute miracle, but beyond a miracle. Like, it's not just a miracle because our dear sweet husband, daddy person has decided to sacrifice his life so that we can be warm when it's cold outside, right? So we don't have to wonder if we're gonna be shivering at night or if we're going to be warm like it just becomes this natural like almost like self like entitled feeling sometimes i try not to make it a self entitled feeling cuz i realize there are people in this world that do not have a warm place to sleep right? That do not have warm clothes to wear, right? That do not have dependable um, perspective on, oh, when they're going to eat, right? And what kind of food that they would eat and and choosing the food that they would want to eat, right? Like, that is a huge problem in this world that we live in. And it just so happens, but it doesn't just so happen. Like, our sweet husband, protector, provider, person in our life, has decided to sacrifice his life to develop that skill to allow for a predictable, secure, safe life for all of us, right? What a great leader, right? I can't think of a greater leadership than that, right? Like that is so absolutely wonderful, beautiful, so that we can just spend our days being creative, being helpful, like, uh, and learning new things, and serving people, and just like, like, how could you live a better life than being able to actually meet all your needs all day long, every day? And then some to be like, hey, bring someone else along, and be like, hey, do you have all your needs good? If not, hey, how can you we know? help, right? Like, I just think that is so absolutely beautiful that we have that level of abundance, that level of skill to be able to not just be in the miracle zone, but the skill zone as well. Working with the miracle, like using our skills alongside with the miracle zone, right? Because you can't just say that you're just straight skill every time, anytime, right? Like I think skills are are really possible because of the miracle of the gift that our skills can be developed, right? So I think that's beautiful. So I've been working with the, that, all of that, right? Got to go to baptism. Got, I got to go to church, right? Because I'm like, I'm developing a greater perspective about church, right? Because for a little bit there, I just kind of felt like it was just one more thing to do in a week, right? But lately, it's been this beautiful remembering. This is my inhale time. This is my time. This is a remembrance day, right? This is my inhale time, my remembrance day. This is a day to really remember and when we take the time to remember why we are so blessed, I believe that we live a more happier and and more fuller life that is just so much more meaningful, right? So much more meaningful, so much more deeper, and, and I just love that. So I'm really grateful for that. Got to do that. Um, and, you know, yes, we may not have been totally prepared on a self-reliant level with, like, you know, the weather changing and everything, and, like, I woke up today just finding out, like, 10 things that I could be even more self-reliant in, um, in my physical world, in my spiritual, intellectual, and social world, and just, like, laying it out. Be like, if I were to, like, have this magic wish to say, like, I have, like, I'm taken care of for, like, two years in all of those areas, what kinds of supplies and resources would I think that I need so that I can be taken care of for two years straight, and, and totally independent of whatever is going on in the world, right? So I kind of felt the prompting to just hunker down and just at least create the list, right? So I know what I'm working with and I know what I'm looking for. And when I find it, I can actually be like, no, this is actually on the list, right? This is not just like a whim kind of thing. This is on my list. So that was awesome to process this morning. And then also just, like, getting to, like, have a little bit of quiet before I started my first class of the day, right? Where, like, it just so happens, and it's the miracle and the skill, that I get to be a yoga teacher, right? Like... I still remember the day when I was like, oh, hey, it would be so cool to be a yoga teacher because yoga classes are expensive and I'd love to save a lot of money from that and just get to do it as often as I want to, but also get to just like teach other people. Like, wouldn't that be great, right? And I never actually thought I would do it, right? I just kind of had it at the back of my head, like, oh yeah, that would be pretty cool. Like, that would be a cool milestone, right? But now that I'm like in it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like as good as I thought it was going to be. And it's exciting because it just gets better. The more you learn, the more people you can help and the more tailored and like professional. And it, it just creates that much more ability to pamper someone else and help them to just really let go and just have a real reset and be able to like almost like be reborn in some ways in their new, renewed self perspective their self-concept so they can really take in the perspective of like who they really are like what were they born here to do right like and really be able to see those questions and really come up with those answers that are coming to the surface from within right um from their spirit and as it's you know as it's dwelling in this body that is their temple right to like spend time with god and commune with him and just like really get to soak in those beautiful moments together so i just love it i love it so much so then i got to teach that right this morning right and i had like christmas music for my sequence and i was just so over the top like this is so fun right and then And then I get to come home, I get to listen to the people after like the namaste chat time, like after yoga time, and it was just this beautiful time of like connection and like holding space for one another, and then coming home, and now I have all these ideas, right? I'm like, oh, I can make this, and I can make this, and I can make this, right? Like because I really do care, I care a lot about my family feeling comfortable, and feeling like they don't have to worry so much because there's some things that they can kind of depend on. You know, like when they have a need show up, oh, there it is, right? Like, I just like being able to create a life and environment that is tailored to our needs as much as possible. And I realize that I am the, I am one of the people that cares the most about making sure that those things are in some way, shape or form orderly, right? Like, like i i kind of laugh at myself because i think sometimes that i'm not a very orderly person i think that oh like i'm all over the place and did that but actually in my core of course i actually am quite orderly and and like i have certain ideas about how things go right I think just over time, I've kind of tried to relax in my perspective of how orderly things need to be because I've been trying to gain kind of an essentialist approach about it rather than like kind of more of an OCD approach. Like I want to be able to have order but also be able to socialize with other people and to be able to respect and have compassion for other people that don't see order the same way that I see order, right? So I leave space for that. And that means that typically, we don't, it doesn't look orderly, right? It doesn't at all, right? It just looks like people live here, right? Um, but in my head, there's a lot of order going on. And, and I see the order of whatever's in my head, and, and I of really let go of the need for me to have to see it in an outward place. As long as I can see it in my head, it kind of just calms me down to be like, it's okay. As long as it's in my head, as long as it's on paper, those are things that I can control, right? I can't control other people and their perspective or their testimony or their their desire to want to create order in the same way that I create order, right? Um, but I can at least cherish that order that I want in my head on paper and strive for that in the moments that I can strive for it and be okay when a lot of that order is undone because I choose to socialize with other people as my life's work, right? I choose to allow for my life's work to be living with the dear sweet people that I serve. You know, the, a lot of people choose a life work where they travel to go to their, their work of serving people, right? So there's that separation of personal life to public life service kind of stuff. But for me, mine is very much my life work is personal life right next if not intertwined and like interwoven intimately with my service life right and so it's on me to be like that's great like that's awesome right it's not something to be like trying to shed away and like move away like I even was sharing today how tender it was for me to be have the privilege of getting to like dress and undress my sweet little people right like They want my help to like put on their shoes and their boots and make sure everything's tight and you know, all this kind of stuff. And I just think that's super sweet because there's going to be a day when they know how to do all those things lickety split and they won't even think twice to ask me to help with those things because they already know how to do it because they, it's been done so many times. And plus like it's kind of inconvenient to ask someone else to do something and wait for them to do it when you can do it faster. Right. But we're not there yet. I'm the one that does it the fastest currently. For the people that ask for my help. And and it's sweet. It's sweet to hold on to those moments just a little longer. Because I realize those moments are fleeting. I'm never going to be in this stage of life again. When all the people, all these sweet people around me are in their little phase. And their phase where they're a little bit slower, a little more awkward, a little bit more naive and immature, or all of those things. They're all gonna grow out of that, right? Like with in a blink of an eye, right? So it's on me to just like cherish it for what it is right now. You know, I still remember when they were super young. I would just record them, either videos or audio, and just like cherish those sweet, sweet moments of them singing or or talking about different things and. And just cherishing it, right? Because I just had to realize that it's like, this is like the only time I'm ever going to see them do this. Or or be here with them as they figure out this thing, right? And I just don't want to miss a second, right? Like, that's that's the life that I get to live, right? That's the perk of being so intertwined with my service life, right? With other people, they go and travel to go and serve people, Right? But they don't get to see the intimate aspects of that person's life. It's very just like cut and dry, sanitary, just like separation, professional, all of this kind of stuff. But it's kind of a special place that I get to serve where everything is intimate, everything is personal, everything is private, everything is, you know, unsupervised and beautiful and, and just very much out of love right it's not because of pay it's not because of anything to do with status or anything like that right it's just straight up Heavenly Father believes in these people and I just so happen to get the honor to have these people in my life for this short amount of time on like a daily basis right and then I get to cherish it. Like, this is my gift, right? If I wasn't sharpening my skills in being able to use my goggles properly, I wouldn't see it as a gift, right? I would just stumble over it grumpily and be like, what's that doing there, right? But because I get to put on these goggles every day, I'm just trying to gain my perspective of what Family Fathers' gifts for me right now, today. Like, and how can I find them and how can I enjoy them and how can I share them, right? and like make them even better and like strengthen them and boost them and all this kind of thing. And then I get to be in this this miracle zone, right? This green miracle zone, miracle skill, creative zone that is just so, so, so beautiful. And, and I get the challenge to be like, hey, I feel this way and maybe somebody else will feel differently. And maybe sometimes I'll get triggered because they're triggered. And it'll be this dance, right? Back and forth of like trying to get back into green and all this kind of thing. But I believe in the process of not running faster than you have speed, of actually living up to that kind of a life where you get to choose when you're running faster than you have speed or not, right? You have enough experience of miracle zone and skill zone abilities to actually choose and be like, nope. I know exactly what that's going to lead to and be able to actually, in some ways, control our lives a lot better, right? Because this is, this is just what I think of, right? I basically see Heavenly Father. He's able to listen to all of our prayers any time of the day, as many kids as possible. I can't imagine how many daddy, daddy, daddies he gets all day long. But, like, here's this other thing. I have this friend that gave me this perspective of what, how she sees heaven. She's like, you know, some people have this idea of heaven and they think, oh, when we get to heaven, it's going to be all easy breezy. It's going to be like this big vacation and we're just going to be so like happy and delighted doing nothing kind of thing, right? But then she said, but I don't think that's going to be heaven. I kind of have this idea that heaven's going to have the same amount of problems, if not more problems, to solve and to improve and everything. But the thing that will make it heaven is that we will have the potential to progress to the point where we can solve all of the problems. We can solve that many problems, right? Like everybody can daddy daddy or mommy mummy us all day long, but we won't get stressed out about it. We'll just be in our green zone, happy to serve place, and we will know how to systematize and just like totally take care of everything that comes at us, right? How awesome could that heaven actually be, right? Because that's one of the biggest troubles of this world. It's exhausting. Why do we get exhausted? We get exhausted because we don't know. Whenever we don't know something, it kind of puts us into this this obstacle, this damned feeling, this feeling of being stuck, right? But the nice thing that I feel like is heaven, too, is like it's this place where we don't have to feel so stuck. It's a place where we can progress eternally forever right because we have done the basic things and we are committed and our whole hearts are committed and have practiced at being committed to the point where we can be so reliable to create unstuck situations as often as possible eternally even right and that's a pretty powerful cool place to be like that's all i have to say about that